Good morning and welcome to the Moving Markets podcast on Thursday the 23rd of February. My name is John T. Warris. I'm one of the investment writers at Julius Baer. And coming up on today's show, we'll have an update from Dario Messi from Fixed Income Research on the European Commission's proposed reforms of European fiscal rules. But before that, I'll kick us off with a brief overview of what's been happening in the markets. The minutes from the Federal Open Market Committee's February meeting yesterday revealed that members believe that ongoing interest rate increases are necessary to help stamp out inflation. Most of the FOMC voting members approved a quarter point hike, but a few were keen to increase rates by 50 basis points. While price increases are slowing, inflation is still worryingly above 2%, which means that the FOMC will need to continue to hike rates. Investor sentiment is dented as a result of the Fed showing no sign of pausing interest rate hikes for the time being, and as widely anticipated, it will need to keep rates higher for longer to keep a grip on inflation. Moving to US market action yesterday, following Wall Street's biggest sell-off on the year so far on Tuesday, when the Dow, the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq all lost over 2%, US equities by and large continued their decline yesterday, ending the day lower. The S&P 500 recorded its fourth loss in as many days, while the Nasdaq just managed to break its streak of three straight declines. Two of the S&P's 11 sector posted gains, materials and consumer discretionary, with the worst performers being energy and real estate. The S&P 500 remains just under the 4,000 mark, and the Dow is now in negative territory year-to-date. In corporate earnings, Nvidia shares jumped post-market after giving a bullish revenue outlook for the current quarter, suggesting that AI processors will help offset the rather sluggish demand for PC chips. In fixed income markets, US Treasuries were generally firmer across the curve, but finished the day off their best levels, following a big backup in yields earlier this week. The US 10-year is down 0.9 basis points to 3.92, while the two-year is down 0.6 bips to 4.69. Over to Asia now, where Asian equities are painting a mixed picture this morning. Australia's ASX is extending its declines. The Korean Kospi is trading marginally higher, while the Hang Seng and the Shanghai Composite Indices were trading with mild gains when I checked a moment ago. Japan is closed today for a public holiday, the Emperor's birthday. In currencies, the major crosses showed largely sideways trading, with the US dollar little change versus the yen, but faring better against the euro and the pound sterling. Taking a brief look at the commodities markets, gold finished down 0.1%, Bitcoin futures were down 3%, WTI crude settled down 3.2%, and US natural gas futures have fallen to levels not seen since the pandemic-era lockdowns more than two years ago. The combination of a mild winter in the US and excess supply has pushed the price down to below $2, which means a fall of nearly 80% since the peaks last seen last summer. This should come as some relief to homeowners and manufacturers after the recent sky-high utility bills and costs. So what can we expect for the day ahead? Later this morning, we'll see Eurozone Consumer Price Index data out, along with US GDP and initial jobless claims. And aside from data and any further signals from the Fed, traders will be keeping an eye on corporate highlights, with companies including Booking.com due to report earnings later today. And a brief look at the futures board shows stocks in Europe heading for a mixed start, while US equity futures are mainly in the green. So that's all from me for today. And next, I'm joined by Dario Messi from Fixed Income Research, who will share with us his insights on the EC's proposed reforms of European fiscal rules. Last week, EU finance ministers gathered, and among other things, they talked about the fiscal rules. Can you give us some background here, Dario? Sure. So generally, 
the EU decided already a long time ago that uh, there needs to be like a common fiscal framework with some rules in place, um, which should help ultimately to keep debt level sustainable, um, but also for member states to converge. Now, since the pandemic hit, these rules were suspended um, simply to have enough firepower to fight against this uh, adverse economic impact. Um, but these rules should be basically reintroduced by next year. And the thing is, we are now in a new environment. We have uh, higher public debt levels. We have uh, more investment needs. And basically, in other words, the reintroduction of these rules looks not very feasible and also not very uh, realistic from our point of view. And this is also clear to the European Commission, um, which therefore, as you said before, proposed to adapt these rules uh, last November already. Um, and the, the idea behind it is, is a more flexible and country-specific approach. Um, so more emphasis will be put on debt sustainability analysis and also the quality of public spending. So with the philosophy in their own words, the more reforms and investments proposed, the more gradual the debt reduction path can be. Okay, Dario, thank you. And now last week, where did those discussions go? Yeah, un unfortunately, it seems that um, they are still not very close to an agreement here uh, to adapt the rules accordingly to this proposal uh, and also to, to this new reality. So first of all, the focus is currently on more imminent issues. And secondly, the member states have still very divergent views on, on such an optimal framework. Given the legislative process, uh, which really needs time here, uh, it starts to actually get a bit tight. But financial markets so far don't really seem to have reacted too much, right? And uh, perhaps more generally, is this something that investors should be caring about? Yeah, indeed, you're right. I mean, the best indicator to look at uh, for such risks is always the spread between Italy and Germany. Um, and there, uh, we really don't see any reaction. And in fact, since we had this initial shock, this hockey shock from the ECB last year, um, we saw again some continued spread tightening for actually some time now. All in all, we also still have an overweight uh, rating for the periphery. But um, basically, we think the protection tools that we have from the ECB are really sufficient. And ultimately, we don't believe uh, that there will be another European debt crisis anytime soon. But having said that, we think or we regard the reform of these EU fiscal rules as one of the major risks emerging for euro rates and spreads, if not addressed soon. So we think, yes, investors should really care about it. Um, next month at the finance minister meeting, uh, we basically get the next chance. And it will be very crucial there to at least get an agreement in principle such that the formal process can start by now. Great. Thank you very much, Dario, for sharing your thoughts with us. And that's all we have time for today. Thank you for tuning in. And please do join us again tomorrow when we'll have an update on emerging market equities. Goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. 
Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Baer experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.